I ran out of cash within six months after designing from my business and then eventually started calling up my old managers and hey guys can you can you take me can back you take me back okay and then I landed a contract and then slowly but surely built from there so I'm in the big leagues told them don't miss me balling like Houston hey feeling like Whitney I need a bag bruh send it through quickly I'm making his dog like I'm in the big leagues told him that I gotta go dog I'm riding a road job so what is your business? What do you do today? So um, my core business is um, gardening organics. We do tree felling, alien vegetation removal, grass cutting, that kind of thing for. So I call it the umbrella for that is bulk infrastructure maintenance. Um, but we also I've also launched my own craft beer, Northern Brew. Um, very exciting business. Uh, I think beers has always been my passion and um, move then from brewing my own beer at home and then just taking that a step up to the next level and um, on a more industrial scale and yeah and so how long have you been doing this northern brew for how long has it been been around we are officially or well, we were officially a year old in september this year so we okay. launched last year september um yeah we launched on heritage day in september. okay yeah yeah 2020. that's, that's yeah. quite cool yeah and how long was it before the launch that you were preparing everything, you know, getting, I'm guessing, logos going and yeah. getting things running? Look, we, we were actually going to launch um, in April of 2020, but then COVID struck. So uh, okay. the, the, yeah. the whole concept, the production, etc., um, was already in place. So we were launch, going to launch in April, which is my birthday month. Um, lockdown it, um, and then we couldn't launch. So then... We, as soon as things opened up towards September, um, we just opened up and launched. We were, okay. We, it was it happened in a in a hurry because no one no one was sure you know yeah. what's going to happen. But when as soon as things opened up and alcohol was uh, could be sold again, then we launched. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. difficult to uh, release yeah. a beer beer brand if you of can't even sell alcohol. Exactly. They had its <laughs> challenges, but yeah, I think uh, what it also it created a lot of excitement around the brand. Yeah. Um, and someone a lot of people ask ask me, you know, how does it how how did you find the experience launching a beer during during lo all these lockdowns? Um, but actually, people were just so excited and really wanted to get try new things and yeah, you know, get, new. get their hands on mm. something that's you know exciting and yeah, that's, of course, yeah, cool. Yeah. And so, how did you get things going with the company, or the how did you? What were the beginning stages and things you needed to get started exactly? Look, uh, the beer is the main thing. So I think we had the the the, the beer down initially. Um, the product development itself, or the let's call it the brand development, was actually very exciting. Um, on the box, um, those are all, so it's my brother, um, on the left, it's the master, but it's myself and then Gareth. Oh, I that's mean, so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I it, didn't notice that. Yeah. Initially we actually had, I, the concept was four glasses coming together uh -huh. to show that beer brings people together. Then Gareth, my partner said, look, why don't we put people behind the, the glasses? Then we had these four like random, just sort these of cartoon guys. And then we sat and we looked at it and we said, look. Why don't we just put ourselves there? Yeah, yeah. And then we got a, a few sketch artists or a sketch artists to sketch us and then uh, bring us onto the onto the logo. So uh, we were actually joking. We were looking at one of my, one of the initial, just the, the first mock-ups of the label and we were laughing because it looked like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And then just how it evolved to where it is now. And there's a story to tell. All those guys are involved. Yeah, each person some, has a yeah. part to play. It's not just random people yeah, on the yeah, logo. Yeah. Okay. 
And, um, and, and what's exciting is um, during these startup phases, it's like we can act on decisions so we can get feedback from the customer and implement it. For example, customers are complaining about the handle. That's a bit. So when you hand, your uh, hand can't really fit, fit in there nicely. In, yeah. So it tears the box. So um, some customers are saying, look, it would be nice to see the product. So we're going to put a little window on the box. So all so, these little things. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't need to go through a, a board and signatures. You can just like call the box guy, listen, we need some <laughs> yeah. changes or, you know. Yeah. And even the recipe, um, the recipe has also been refined. So we take customer feedback and we refine the recipe, con, you know, constantly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think it will still, we will still have minor tweaks and changes as, you know, as time goes on. And so just talking about, you know, starting a new company, you always need to put something in or generally you need to put something in. So what was the initial investment you needed to get started with Northern Brew? Yeah. So you often, the, the mistake we often make is um, I can't give you a number, but there's, uh, there's the core business that I actually used. Uh, I used the money or the profits from the from Garden and Organics to build Northern Brew. Okay. And so like it fed into, yeah. into Northern Brew. So, so what happens is that you'll find that I use the, the one company uh, to do purchases, et cetera, et cetera, just to get it off the ground. It's now reaching a point where it's more sustainable. Um, Running on so, its own. Yeah. Us. So so call the, 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 the investor is actually Garden and Organics into Northern Brew. And building it from there, um, and and we started off quite small. Um, we started off a thousand, like with one thousand liter batches. Sold out next month again, thousand liters, and then we quickly moved up to two thousand, and we are currently standing on between three and four thousand liters a month. And that's uh, selling out every month. That's selling out. Okay. We are also in selected tops. We in selected market liquors, which is um, associated to fruit and veg and diamond liquors. Yeah. Um, so, so we are, um, on Uber Eats as well via market liquors. Oh, really? So I can yeah. Uber Eats a box yeah. of beer? The certain areas. Okay. Yeah. But that's I mean, really that's, cool. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, and, and we slowly but surely getting into more, you know, getting into more stores, we're doing our promotions. We, you know, we, we're doing a lot of legwork at the moment and a lot's going into marketing samples. Yeah. Um, but we actually, um, we, we initially thought two to three years to get this thing off the ground. But it, uh, realistically, this brand itself will take about five years before it really turns a profit. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So at the moment, it's taking a lot of a lot of investment uh, yeah. from 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 the existing business. And you spoke about how in the beginning it was, you know, you were selling out a thousand liters, then two thousand liters, then three thousand yeah. liters. At this point, you said it's been a year. Would you say your return on investment has been what you expected? A bit slower. Has it, you know, has it exceeded expectations? The way the market has received the brand has definitely exceeded my expectations. Okay. Um, that must be a really good feeling. Yeah, I know, because we, we know that it's a, it's a highly saturated market. The beer business, I mean, someone who's in beer will will tell you straight, you're a fool to go into the beer business. I mean, there's so many craft beers. Um, if you look at the price, uh, our pricing point is much higher than, than your uh, Typical brands, even higher than um, most of your craft beer brands, because they'd they've had time to build scale. Because beer is a volume game, mm. scale and bring down costs. So we still at that point where we don't have enough volume to bring down the cost. Yeah, um, that point is about eight thousand to nine thousand liters, and so like I told you, we're about at about three thousand now. But I think within the next year we're going to jump easily jump to the eight thousand liter mark. That will assist us to bring down costs and obviously push up profitability. Yeah. And you mentioned just now how you've always been interested in brewing beer. Yeah. So would you consider this your passion? Or, you know, when you think about what 
what you would do with the rest of your life? Is there something else you have in mind? Or is this like you can see this something I, that's going to be long term? The beer business definitely puts a smile on my face. Um, we, you know, often we, when I'm dealing with the other business, it's, you know, the stresses gets you the, you know, there's certain things. But when I think beer, you know, it just lights me up. And I, because it's something that's, it uh, uh, challenges me in a way that I know this is a saturated market. I, I want to grow this. I want to be, you know, part of this. And, and, you know, the bigger brands are starting to recognize us now. So mm -hmm. I do, I do feel that growing the beer business is sort of, the long term, you know, it's I'm in it for the long haul, and I and I really see um, it growing in in certain directions. So yeah, I'd say that this the beer business is definitely yeah uh, my passion. Yeah. Was that not something that ever made you like hesitant to even start it? Is the fact that it is such a saturated market, or like were Actually, you just thinking that, we're just going to do it better or do it in a different way, kind of thing, or what? Yeah, look, I love the challenge, and um, a lot of like a lot of competitors even told us, uh, told me and and Gareth, are you guys crazy to go in the beer business? So I think the fact that it was a challenge actually just made us want to do it more. Yeah. Uh, we actually, so we're doing things different. Um, we, 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 you know, we have different approaches to marketing, the way we're selling, the way we're doing um, our social media pre presence is, um, it's growing, but we feel that that is, that's, I mean, that's actually the way to go. A lot of guys um, are not, maybe not taking that route. And uh, I know it has only been a year so far, but in any business, you're going to encounter challenges, right? So what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced so far and how did you overcome those? I think the biggest challenge was getting into the big, the, the bigger retailers, um, the likes of Tops um, or Spa Tops, uh, Market Liquors, um, ShopRite. I mean, we're not in at ShopRite checkers yet. Um, was this, uh, we're not at pick and pay because there's quite a few hurdles that you need to, and yeah. also, um, the big retailers also, they have terms. So cash flow is an issue. Uh, so if you, let's say, let's say they place an order for 10 or 20,000 Rand, you're going to need to wait 30, 60 days for your, for your cash to come in. So I think cash flow has been a, a major, one of the challenges, but getting into these, these big retailers, because you, um, you'll find that they are only, they're only list new products yeah. like from let's say from september to december or they have these little windows where they list new products they don't continuously list new products um what i can say is that the brands that have taken us on uh, diamond liquors or market liquors um, spa very very helpful wanting to engage in the smaller businesses actually wanting to assist um startups um, we actually invited them over done a tasting so very very um, welcoming and, and and very approachable um okay from their side to you know and, and bringing us on board assisting us um so yeah that's that's actually been my biggest surprise i had no idea that um so so the initial struggle was to get onto these retailers and when we approached them they were just like very welcoming if you could go back in time you know talking about challenges and hurdles in business there's always like you get to crossroads sometimes where you might need to make a decision this way or that way. Is there anything you think where if you made a different decision, it might have put things further along, you know, in a shorter amount of time? I guess the way you could put it is any regrets, but not that deep where yeah. it's a regret. It's more just thinking about a, a decision that could have been made differently in a yeah. sense. I think uh, one of my biggest regrets is not starting earlier. Uh, I think that if I'd started a year or two earlier, we would have been potentially been in a, in a better position, but it's just been one of those things, current business, keeping you busy, you know? So, so, so this was almost, it was almost happening on a part-time basis. So yeah. w when I met with my business partner, Gareth, who's responsible for the, on the marketing end, 
Um, we would first talk all, and then we would spend 10 or 15 minutes on beer. Um, if we had spent 30 or 40 minutes on beer, we would have, um, you know, launched sooner, sooner and that yeah, kind of thing. Got things running. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, or fortunately, like I told you, the, the, the lockdown did present its challenges, but I think it also created, uh, there was a vacuum. So when we launched, it was like just, we had massive spur, growth spurt. So uh, you, you can never really say, but yeah, launching, not launching early, I think is my, is, is, is mm-hmm. my, and spending more time on brand development, probably my biggest regret on the beer side. Okay. Yeah. You spoke about how the other company, what is it called exactly? Garden and Organics. Garden and Organics has yeah. been feeding into Northern Brew. So yeah. you obviously have been a businessman for quite some time. It's not like this is your first business. Yeah. Have you ever felt, have you ever sat back and felt like you've made it in a sense? You know, we all have this idea, I think, of what it would sit, feel like to sit back and be like, oh, I've made it or, you know, I'm successful in my own eyes. Have you ever had that feeling? I, I don't think so. Um, I've, 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 I mean, if I look at what, you know, what the measure of success is, um, um, and I realize it now more than ever is family. And, uh, you know, I, I'm married now for four, going for four years. So family, I think having a family, um, we have a, a baby on, on our way. And, you know, that, that, that I think is the real measure of success. But in, on, on the business front, um, there's, there's, there are always challenges. And I'm what I, what I consider a serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I'm, if, when I get too comfortable and have, call it enough cash, then I look at new ways to make cash or yeah. launching new business, researching. Put yourself in a yeah. out of your comfort zone. Out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I think that's that, that that's one of my uh, one of my traits. I like always looking outward and seeing where I can improve. Um, you know, yeah. is there something new I can do? You're always innovating and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that I completely understand is sitting back and feeling like you made it or being successful is related to family, you know, connections yeah. with people in our lives. Yeah. In, in a business sense, what would that look like for you to sit back and feel like you've made it? I know you said you kind of, uh, you know, yeah. get antsy, but do you think there'd ever be a time where you're like, oh, okay, I do think in business? So. In business, I think um, I would want a passive income. So at the moment, um, if I'm not physically active, you know, um, hands on, that kind of thing. Um, the business will, you know, things can can easily grind to a halt. Mm. Um, I mean, I have managers and project managers and so on in place, but I still physically need to be there. And I think if I can f- find a, eventually a place where my business is running, um, we can do projections for you know annual projections, and we there's there's a there's a constant flow of income, um, a stable income. Um, and I can take a step back and not be as physically active in the business. I think that would be that would be a uh, a, play, a let's call it a comfortable place for me. Yeah. Uh, but at the moment, I'd, I'm still very hands on. I need to be there. Yeah, and yeah. So I think, okay. yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And at the moment, would you say you're happy? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I love what I do. I was in corporate for five years before I started my business. Uh, Garden and Organics. Before I started, uh, Garden and Organics is 11 years old. Okay. So before that, I worked in corporate. I worked for a company called Accenture, traveled, uh, stayed up in Pretoria, Johannesburg. um, And, but I've always been an entrepreneur. I sold, you know, anything you could think of. I used to, I I was (laughs) always business, uh, business orientated. But five years in corporate just made me realize that, listen, I, I don't want to get stuck in this, in, 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 in the office and I need to get out. It's not fun. Yeah. Definitely no, not no, fun. no. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy. No regrets in terms of starting my own business. Maybe the first six months, um, or like 
I ran out of cash within six months after resigning from my business, uh, almost went back and then I landed a contract and then slowly but surely built from there. So yeah. Sure, I was gonna ask so because um, on one of our previous episodes, we had a guy who also spoke about how he just decided he doesn't want to work in yeah. a nine to five or in a corporate anymore. And he wanted to start his own business. And so were those six months quite challenging and quite Pretty. difficult? Yeah, you. I literally ran out, I burned through money, you know, um, ran out of cash and then eventually started calling up my old managers and hey guys, can you- Can you take me can back? Can you take me then, back? Okay. But then yeah, we, 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 we yeah. succeeded and yeah, that was amazing. Okay, so just in closing the podcast, what what is one message you would want to give to a young entrepreneur? Entrepreneur, you know, like a I guess you could call it a success nugget that they could take from this conversation and maybe hold on to. That's something you've maybe found very helpful yeah. and very practical in your you know experience as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm going to answer your question, but with a bit of a with a with a bit of a spin on it. I think the younger generation coming through, because I obviously advise a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs on you know, because they have the passion and they're excited. But I think um, you really need to do research before you uh, find out who else is doing it. Research, do your research, um, and don't assume that it's easy. I think uh, uh, you just need to go in and bear in mind that running a business is not easy. Um, expect challenges. Ask for advice. Do research. Um, a lot of people approach me and say, listen, I have this, this, this idea. And I just go onto the internet and do that, um, just do a bit of research and I see there's another company doing it, you know? So, yeah, for me, it's, it's simple. Do your research. Do your market research. Do, do your, your market research. research. Know and, your and, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and also approach um, other people that do that that are in the same similar business. Uh, people are quite open yeah. um, to give advice and, you know. As you said, just because there's competitors doesn't mean you mustn't do it. You must just be aware of them and how you can do it different or do it better or do it in a different exactly. way, right? But anyway, so just before we sign off, now's your chance to just give a bit of a shameless plug. You know, any Instagrams or websites, where can people find you and your business to check out Northern Blue? Yeah. Look, you can check us out on Instagram. Um, it's Northern Brew, Brewing Company, and also on Facebook, you'll find us. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, give our beer a try, support local. We appreciate any support, any feedback. Um, and yeah, that's that's it from us. Of course. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much, Andre. I appreciate the time. Uh, awesome. It was thank great you. having you on the show. Thanks for having me. What is up, you absolute weapons? Thank you for watching and listening to None of Your Business. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all of those beautiful places, you can find the links in the description below. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Like I'm in a big league.